the Chicago Bears select. Welcome to Picks for Polls, presented by the Bear Report. Your number one source for everything Chicago Bears draft news, analysis, scouting reports, and more. Presented by Blue Wire Pods. And now, making their way to the podium, Andrew Freeman and Usaid Koshal. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Bears fans? Welcome to another edition of the Picks for Polls podcast. This is your host, Usaid Koshal. As you know, the NFL offseason continues. We're so busy here at Bear Report trying to bring you guys the best content possible. Best content possible means another prospect preview interview. This time, I had the chance to sit down with... Idaho Vandals linebacker Favai Favai. It was a really cool interview. He started his career at Washington State for college, transferred over to Idaho. We had an awesome chance getting an opportunity to sit down, just go ahead and talk about where he's at in his NFL draft journey, a former Bears player that he is currently training with, a a lot of what he hopes to expect to do both on and off the football field. So before we get into all of it, make sure that you have liked and subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you're dropping a five-star rating and review. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at Usaid Koshal. Most importantly, follow Picks for Polls on Twitter at Usaid Koshal as well. But without a doubt, let's get into the interview. All right, joining us now on the Picks for Polls podcast, we've got former Idaho Vandals linebacker Favai Favai in the house. You can follow him on Twitter at Favai Favai. Thanks so much for being on. How's your day been? what have you been up to yeah thank you very much for having me um i just had workouts this morning we work out five days a week in preparation for combine pro day training so we just uh, finished up with that had some yoga and uh physical therapy now i'm free all right yoga and physical therapy so that's interesting i was talking i've been here in chicago right you cover the bears for so long khalil mack did yoga for as long as he played with the bears have you kind of made that just part of your routine when it comes to like recovery and workouts and all that and if you have what has the impact been on um you know your play on the field yeah actually i started yoga um this last my last football season in college 
And it was a class my uh, advisor recommended that I take. And I was like, oh, sure, let's do it. I never really was into yoga or anything like that. So I got into it and definitely felt more flexible. Core was stronger and it, and it helped on the field. And then um, with this pro day training, they give us yoga two days a week. So just taking full advantage of it. Let's go ahead and let's start with high school, right? You go to modern day. It's been known as one of the top programs in the country. I mean, what is that experience? experience like for school uh modern day man it definitely prepared me for college it was a university for high school if you if you ask me uh from the tuition to the counselors everything that we had coaches and whatnot but it was a great school and, and um definitely got a lot of guys to the division one level and to the nfl as well all right yeah i mean i've heard like because i've never been to california but i've heard nothing but like really good things about modern day especially from i guess a lot of the stuff you see online but you know your next step you graduate high school i'm sure you had a ton of offers why washington state like what about the cougars program made it such a great fit for you Oh, uh, Washington State was just great from day one. Um, they were constantly coming up to the school when they had the chance to and, you know, just talked with me and uh, it felt like a family atmosphere. We had Coach Wilson, a great linebacker coach, Coach Grinch that's now at USC, um, Coach Joe Salavea that's at Miami. But it, it was all just great guys and, and just loved being around them. And uh, I felt like I fit their defense pretty well at the time. I mean, yeah, Washington State's definitely – they're one of the more fun, like, Pac-12 schools to watch. Yeah. But kind of how did you go – like, what made – after Washington State, why Idaho? Like, what made the Big Sky such a great fit for you? What made the Vandals such a good fit? Well, um, I just left. I wanted to display my talents more on a bigger level. I, I, I was trying to play inside linebacker. Um, predominantly, and if you see on my film, I was able to play all four different linebacker positions, but I wanted to play middle. Um, and just going to University of Idaho, it, it, man, it was a big blessing and blessing in disguise. As a matter of fact, and a new coaching staff that came in my last year, we had a great ride and went to the playoffs first time in like I think twenty five years or something. All right, you mentioned the linebackers. I mean, what makes inside linebacker the most appealing compared to like a Sam or a Will, for example, or in a 3-4 playing outside linebacker? Um, I just feel like it fits my strengths to the best of my ability. Um, I, I like controlling the defense and kind of being the quarterback of the defense. So, um, and just flying sideline to sideline, being in the middle of the field, you get to see everything. And, uh, th that's what I like most about it. All right. So, you know, the Bears, I mean, they're a franchise that is so notorious for great middle linebackers. But what do you think Bears fans should know about you as a person and then also as a player? Oh, uh, well, first, I'm a God fearing man. I'm a family man. Um, you know, I, I, I like to say that I'm dedicated and motivated towards everything that I do. Um, I don't take shortcuts. You know, I like the hard way. Uh, the hard work, um, you know, don't take the easy way out on things. Uh, you know, I just show up every day with my hard hat and lunch pail and, and ready to work. Um, I, I like what, what the Bears, like you said, they they come from a lot of um, linebacker, great player linebackers. Lance Briggs, he's from Los Angeles. I'm from Los Angeles as well. Uh, Brian Urlacher. So, you know, those are great guys. And, 
I look up to them and study their film a lot. You kind of bled right into my next question, but watching Erlacher and Briggs, I mean, what did you see off? Like, when did you start watching the film on those guys? And then what did you see that like, can tell me something? I have to go and add to my game. Because if you talk to any Bears fan today, I mean, one of the major things that they will tell you is when linebacker comes up, especially in the 2000s, you cannot mention linebacker without mentioning Lance Briggs and Erlacher as well. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, well, I grew up, you know, just watching football. My dad had uh, seven brothers and three sisters, and five of them went Division One, and a uh, majority of them were linebackers. So I just kind of like uh, it was always on TV, and they're always showing me YouTube videos and whatnot. But uh, I kind of did my own digging on them when I got to, like, high school, my junior year, and then get into college just – more knowledge about the game and um the guy i'm actually training with right now for pro day chris conti he got drafted by the bears in the third round a few years back and uh he, he gave me some good stories about lance briggs and um Erlacher as well and just how they prepared how they how they came to practice every day and you know i just look at that as just inspiration for, for sure before we get into our next segment we want to speak to you guys about odds trader the one place where you can compare odds from multiple sports books to give you the best chance of making the most money. If you're like me and you're consistently watching sports, you're glued to your phone, you're out of the house, you're kind of just keeping tabs on the scores, injury updates, weather updates, all that type of stuff. Guess what? Odd Trader is the perfect app for you. The NFL season may be over, but we've got baseball, March Madness, so many different sports going on. And guess what? Through Odds Trader, you can compare the different sign-up codes and promotions to give yourself the best deal possible. The app, which is super user-friendly, by the way, provides player stats, weather updates, injury reports, allowing you to keep track of multiple bets all in one place. There were times during the football season where... On Saturdays, guess what? I literally had five or six games on that I was following at one time. And boom, Odd Trader was right there giving me all the information that I needed so I could make the best deals possible. So to get started, go to oddtrader.com slash blue wire. Once again, that's oddtrader.com slash blue wire. Odd Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Yeah, I don't know how much you keep up with the Bears front office, but, you know, Ryan Poles was actually an undrafted free agent in 2008 or nine, And he said that there was like a tornado warning going on during training camp. And he looked up because they were sheltering in place at like three in the morning. All of a sudden you had Erlacher, Briggs and Hester, you know, all those guys that you would consider franchise cornerstones. But speaking of watching players growing up, I mean, outside of Erlacher as well as Briggs, were there kind of any other NFL players, linebackers that you looked up to growing up? A guy that maybe you might have modeled your game after? Uh, well, I love Ray Lewis. I, I got like four jerseys of Ray Lewis. Uh, I'm not I'm not a Ravens fan, but uh I definitely like Ray Lewis's gameplay, him, what he had to bring. Uh, Ed Reed, that whole defense, man, was just outstanding. Um, and and I, I like uh, Devin White, what he's doing right now with the Bucks. Um, I feel like we have similar gameplay, sideline to sideline play, uh, like kind of similar height and weight. So I, I like what he does, and I study him a lot as well as Fred Warner. Yeah, those guys, I mean – 
all phenomenal players, especially Warner and White. I mean, I think that they're just completely different breeds and they're in a class of their own. But let's kind of get to on the field here because as a linebacker, you know, and I coach linebackers as well at the high school level, but you kind of, there's different things you're doing, right? Pre-snap, you're looking at the running back. You're kind of looking at the quarterback too, but then all of a sudden you realize once the play happens, okay, what I was going to do is the exact opposite of what I have to do based on the look that the offense is showing. What are you looking at pre-snap versus post-snap on the field? Well, pre-snap, I'm looking at, First of all, I'm looking at uh, lineman splits, uh, down and distance. I'm always keen to down and distance, what down it is, what coverage we're in. I got to get the call, and then that kind of sets up my alignment where I'm going to be. What's the formation? Is it three by one? Is it two by two? Um, 11 personnel, 12 personnel, things like that. I also like to look at the linemen, the way that they lean, if they're going to pull their eyes, and then I get to the quarterback and and run it in the backfield as well. Um, And just kind of just keying. What I what I normally key the guard through the through the running back and uh kind of you got to have peripheral vision uh, playing middle linebacker seeing the whole formation. Yeah, middle linebacker I think is one of the most fun positions to play, but it's also you know it's quite difficult too because you're the guy who's you're right there in the middle. You're responsible for all ten other players for the most part, but. Kind of going off that, right? In terms of how you watch film, like how is your process of watching film changed from high school all the way to Washington State and now at Idaho? Like, what have you learned over the last couple of years? Well, growing that's a great question. Uh, growing up in in high school ball, we watch film with our defensive coordinator and linebacker coach, but we we don't really understand it to a to a T um, and understand how you should be breaking down film. So you're, you're watching the key players and their key plays and whatnot, but getting to the college level really trains you like a professional. Um, like I mentioned earlier, you're seeing 11 personnel, 10 personnel. What's their tendencies? Are they a run first team a run, or a pass first team? Um, linemen, how, how are their linemen? How are their receivers? What's their splits? Uh, cadence, little small things that you can get a beat on your opponent and, and get that extra edge. All right, let's talk tendencies as well as stuff such as cadences. You know, you play in the Big Sky Conference, but also the Pac-12. First things first, right? We're playing against a lot of the bigger schools. Was it harder to kind of game plan for them each week because there was such a difference in talent? Or kind of did your mindset remain the exact same throughout preparing each week for whoever you were playing? I feel like my mindset uh, remained the same. Um, Starting off in the week, just we'll get the huge notebook and uh, the play calls and the different stunts and fronts that we're going to run that game, different plays we haven't seen maybe since week three of fall camp. Um, so you got to like definitely dig back to the bat, the older days. Um, but I feel like just going into every game, I prepared the same, always did my extra work after practice, uh, extra film with a couple buddies, um, and, and taking that over to Idaho and, and kind of relaying that message and the work ethic to those guys as well in the FCS level. This is how we got to train. This is how we got to prepare in order for us to, you know, produce a different result rather than losing. So, yeah, and that's all really good stuff just because sometimes, I mean, and I feel like everyone's kind of heard this, that 
what's worked with one program isn't necessarily going to go ahead and work with another program. But, you know, looking at Idaho in general, I mean, how exactly do you think that that experience playing for an FCS school helped you improve as a player? Because what happens at those FBS conferences and at that level, I feel like is lights and cameras on you and there's such a pressure to consistently perform. And then there's, you know, the FCS level where it's kind of like you have the lights and camera on you, but you know, the average fan would much rather watch like a UCLA versus USC game or Washington versus Washington state compared to Idaho versus Montana, let's say. Yeah. I just felt like uh, just controlling what you could control. Um, we relayed that message a lot throughout the locker room. And, you know, if people don't want to tune in, we're going to give them a reason to tune in. Let's show up every Saturday and let's work and let's, let's, uh, you know, just show that that we can ball too as well. And uh, players, I feel like players in the FCS level they get overlooked sometimes, and they get into the NFL and, and kind of shock people. But um, there's definitely a lot of talent in the FCS level as well. So you mentioned the word overlooked. I mean, why do you think these guys at the FCS level get so overlooked? Because we've seen. You know, guys like a Leighton Vander Ash or a Logan Wilson, for example, I'll even throw Josh Allen in there. They go to these smaller schools and then they kind of emerge on people's radars. And now, next thing you know, they're in the league and they're not just like average players. They're really damn good at what they do. Yeah, I just feel like uh, they took that mentality of smaller school and smaller program and always felt like they can play with the bigger teams and bigger leagues and conferences and they get to the next level. They keep that consistent hard work and, you know, they display their talents that they can compete for a job and then uh, eventually turn into franchise players. I mean, I think hard work triumphs everything but how about competition right what do you like as a competitor growing up right were you only competitive on the football field or kind of because you come from a football family a family of linebackers were you literally competitive at anything and everything oh yeah everything that we did was competitive uh who could wash the car the fastest who could uh you know run down the street we're always racing in the street because i grew up a lot of cousins and friends that we all grew up near each other and around the same age so i was actually the youngest out of the bunch so i was always getting picked on and they were always beating me when i played against my age group i felt like i was able to excel at that level but um definitely competitive and everything we go to the arcade we're trying to win um you know we don't like losing in the household yeah being the youngest has its perks but there's also that aspect of okay you know you always kind of have to prove yourself like one more time because someone older than you has already been down the road and kind of went ahead and done it and i've got i hear it all the time because i've got two younger brothers myself but you know you mentioned right people that kind of helped you on the football field right you had a great relationship with your defensive coordinator, as well as your linebackers coach. You know, you mentioned Mater Day, as well as Washington State, really cool places. Your last year at Idaho was phenomenal. But how about off the field, right? Who's an inspiration and an influence for you? Uh, definitely my mom and dad. Um, they, they've had countless sacrifices and uh, just prepared me for where I'm at today. Um, just always – that's my why, my reason why I do things and, and always, um, 
you know, just motivating me, I guess, when I need that extra push. Um, yeah, they're my everything for sure. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, you can never really replace or give back to your parents when it comes to anything in terms of the sacrifices that they make for you. But you're getting ready for the draft. You're training with former Bear Safety Chris Conti, who Chris has got a lot of stories. And depending on what Bears fans you talk to, who you come across, you know, some will love Chris Conti, others will absolutely hate him because of that game in the that 2013 game against the Packers. But me being, you know, someone who covers the team, I'm like, all right, cool. It happened nearly a decade ago. Like, I wish Chris all the best. But what makes this NFL draft journey so incredibly worth it for you in terms of, you know, it's not only about realizing your dream. This is really about being a role model for everybody in your family and just showing anyone, hey, you can achieve your dreams and go as far as you can as long as you work hard. Yeah, definitely. Well, I grew up, um, you know, didn't really have much. Um, grew up in a rough neighborhood and, and always had the chip on my shoulder that, you know, I want to make it out. I want to do big things for my family and, and give back to the community. Um, always giving back in any drills I can help with any uh, speeches that I can talk back to the kids and any game that I got from the high school and even college level, just always pass that on, pass that forward. Cause I feel like it's bigger than me. Um, there's always somebody that, that needs guidance and, you know, just want to be there for reassurance and that there's a lot of people that grew up in the hood that have talent, but you know, they can't make it due to circumstances. That's definitely true. You mentioned the word community. I have to ask you, what is giving back to the community look like for you, both on the field and off the field? Well, we actually do uh, my family uh, a Christmas toy drive every year during the holidays. So this year was our sixth annual Christmas to uh, toy drive in Carson. And, and just giving back to those, the less fortunate, those that uh, grew up the same way that I did, that now that we, you know, have a little something, it's always good to give that back. Um, little camps and clinics for the kids, uh, just toy drives in any, any way that we can help, definitely. So where can people kind of find out and keep up with the toy drive? Because once the holiday season hits, right, if you text the link to me or you DM it to me on Twitter, right, you can bet that us here at the Bear Report will try to blast it out as much as we can. 
Yeah, thank you very much for that. Um, we have a nonprofit called the Tut Foundation, um, and then I'll send that link over and click on that. We have stuff also for uh, Easter turkey giveaways and um, not just on Christmas. That's definitely awesome. All right. Last one from me here, but where can people follow you on Twitter and keep up with what you're doing this off season and just check out your work? Yeah. Twitter. You, know, you can follow me at Favai Favai. Uh, first and last name is the same thing. Instagram is Favai underscore Favai two. Um, that's F-A-A-V-A-E. All right. That's awesome. So guys, if you have not done so, you need to go ahead and follow Favai on any sort of social media, whether that's Twitter or Instagram, you know, thanks so much for hopping on. You're welcome back on here anytime. And, um, you know, do send that link to me for the toy drive and the non-for-profit as well. We'll be sure to kind of continue to promote it on, uh, our social media pages too. Perfect, man. Thank you for having me, uh, go bears. And you got to get out to Cali sometime, man. Absolutely. Well, maybe because now we connected, right? So I got a reason to come out to uh, Cali to observe you uh, work out and stuff, you know? Let's do it right on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a good one. Well, that right there was super fun. Once again, that was Idaho linebacker Favai Favai. Make sure you are following him on social media. Make sure you're following me on social media at Usaid Koshal. You can check out my work on the Bear Report. Make sure that you have dropped a five-star rating on the podcast. It literally only takes like two seconds to go ahead and do, guys. We're going to have so much more NFL draft content for you guys all throughout the rest of the week. And make sure that you have notifications turned on for when we drop our weekly Picks for Polls podcast episodes with myself and Andrew Freeman, we just got done with episode 142. And one of the big things we talked about was Chicago Bears offseason strategies, as well as some really intriguing free agent candidates and franchise tag names to keep an eye on the nfl combines this week in indianapolis we'll be there we'll have a presence and guess what we will bring you the most extensive combine coverage possible but until then guys stay safe and bear down whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance that's why i'm excited that unified healing is sponsoring podcasts on the blue wire network Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.